Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Welcome back. We have got two episodes to cover, but let's just be honest here. The first episode from two weeks ago wasn't very good. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it a... I think that's exactly what you should give it because it was... I, I was pretty upset about how not good it was. Yeah. I was amazed at how terrible it was. Give it a wah, wah, wah. Big, it was a, a filler episode uh, that didn't really need to be a filler episode. Yeah, it, that's the thing. So I was behind in life and I had to catch up on both of these two episodes back to back like yesterday so they're fresh in my mind and that when I started I was like why were Jackie and Marcus so upset at this episode and really it just is not so bad if you go right to the next episode after it because yeah. it just sets up the next episode in which some shit happens which is cool yeah and it was it started off for some reason it, it was little vignettes where it was uh, like Archie and Jughead and then Veronica and then Betty and nothing really happened to any of them like okay Archie had a little dalliance on a farm and anytime and I knew that episode was gonna suck as soon as they went to the farm because every television show or movie that goes to a farm it sucks for the entire time that they're on the farm well and yeah. especially like, the second he, he's like I'm Archie I'm on the run. He just like poured everything out. It's like, come on, man. What are you doing, dude? Yeah. Archie's such a fucking idiot. Oh, I know I said 10 seconds ago that I'm this one guy's name. Actually, I'm Archie. I'm a fugitive. I'm trying to hide from everybody. And I'm just telling you because I trust you. Yeah. Oh, no. You crossed me. Why do you trust it? Why do you trust her? Because you want to suck on her titties? That's all. the only reason why you trust her. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And then what meanwhile, like Jughead's in town, you know, in the abandoned town that's pretty much just like a couple of little girls and like the little old lady on an armchair going, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> You don't wanna be around here. Are you into here? <laughs> and he learns that the town has no men anymore. The town has no men because they're oh, yeah. all going to they're all in prison. They're all they're in prison. working on the prison. But oh. it's not really a prison, it's, it's a drug factory. It's a factory. Because this is the episode where they also reveal that uh, Fizzle Rocks has completely supplanted Jingle Jangle as the prominent drug yeah, in this dude. universe. Jingle Jangle can get fucked. Yeah. Fizzle Rocks are on the scene now. And also, I'm throwing it out there, Fizzle Rocks looks like a lot more fun. It looks yeah. like it's a way more my jams than Jingle Jangle. Yeah, because Jingle Jangle just seems to be Molly, right? But yeah. um, but Jingle Jangle also seemed to have like the addiction problem of heroin. Like yeah. it was like an opioid crisis. Jingle Jangle, but very but, small. Did anyone have a Jingle Jangle addiction? I don't remember like a prolonged Jingle Jangle detox scene. Maybe maybe well, I'm wrong. we I gotta guess I get thought, him to rehab and get him off a Jingle Jangle. <laughs> I guess I thought it was kind of devastating the town, a la our kind of collective 
you know, opioid addiction, yeah. anxiety. It wasn't ever really even devastating the town. It's just like, Archie's acting a little goofy. Yeah. He's on Jingle Jangle. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. It was more like Molly. And then uh, Fizzle Rock seems to be a mix of either acid or um, mushrooms. It seems like a- It causes hallucinations. I would say it's way yeah. more an acid than it is a mushrooms. I feel like yeah. especially with like all the visuals and everything and how like they're using it to- technically brainwash a whole town of people which awesome awesome job <laughs> i don't i know i mean i know we're not at this last episode yet but good job on it because at the same time although the, that i feel this was a fairly wasted episode because like the whole veronica thing with the casino uh, useless no uh, nothing happened so also veronica's emotional Ability to swing from one thing to another. She's like, I'm devastated about my boyfriend, Archie. Okay, Reggie, let's throw a casino. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make so much money. She can, she's a sociopath. Yeah. Yes. She is 20 feet up Reggie's ass, too. She yeah. wants that D real she's hard. She's 30 feet up Hiram Lodge's ass. What's yeah. wrong with her? I yeah. can't remember if it was in that two weeks or this week's episode where she's like, maybe my daddy's not that bad. What the fuck is wrong with you, Veronica? <laughs> Immediately, because she that was that was uh, two weeks ago uh, when she uh, got the inside information from him that a uh, dude was going to come and try to fleece the uh, casino yeah, and take the whole thing away. Yeah, he helped her. So he's like, maybe he's not so bad because he helped me. And then Pop is like, he decapitated somebody. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, oh. Not only decapitated him, but also cut off his hands and threw him in the river. Yeah. The sheriff of the town and then she's like oh maybe my daddy is bad meanwhile the whole fucking reason your boyfriend is on the run is because your dad inexplicably is obsessed with him yeah obsessed with him and what's wrong with you Veronica Veronica might be usurping Archie as the stupidest character in this damn show I don't know I don't know about that (laughs) (laughs) Archie might be the dumbest character ever written I think he might be up there well, I want to launch right into the episode, the most recent episode, and I want to launch into something I had been hoping. I don't know, hoping would happen all three seasons. I don't know why they took so long. Jelly Bean. Yeah. Jelly, Jelly Bean Beans rules. A, Jelly Bean's a great new character. Yeah, She's Jughead's great. sister. We we heard about her for the first time in season one, and I was like, yeah, that w- this show needs a kid sister, like a cool 12-year-old. And finally, it has one, and I couldn't be happier. Yeah. Between her and Gladys Jones, what great new characters. I mean, brava, Riverdale. Yeah, so let me ask you, is uh, Gina Gershon... Is is she drunk or is she playing that character drunk? <laughs> I think she's drunk. I think she has to be drunk. There's no way that she's not drunk because how else do you get that kind of swagger oh, without yeah. just like shlucking down some gold schlager or something, you know? Just she, give me a second, boys. I'm going to take care of this. Just, you I go outside. I'm just going to take care of it. I'm loving it, man. I'm like, ooh, they got somebody who can, like, is a perfect match for FP, like, in terms of, like, sleazy, sexy, mm-hmm. like, good but bad parent at the same time. <laughs> but also, like, can we just say, I would watch that tape? <laughs> yes, please. I would watch it all day long. When they hug in the parking lot. Mm. All right. Maroon, my heart. I mean, but also, I did. I don't mean to just back up real fast because we did not get to the Betty section of the previous episode that really ties into everything else that happens, which I think is the only good part of that episode. 
was when she was given over to the gargoyle king. True, true. Yeah. That was good. At the very end where, uh, you know, it's it's being, it's being revealed because the Betty section of the show is the only th- time in which the plot is actually advanced in any meaningful way. Correct. Uh, because Betty's at the sister's quiet mercy uh, and she sees Hiram Lodge showing up with Claudius, with Claudius, oh my God, driving one of the blossom maple syrup trucks, and the great because of that device you mentioned, Jackie, where or no, Marcus, where it's all in these little vignettes. She's narrating it, so she's mm-hmm. like, "What could be the connection between Claudius Blossom and Hiram Lodge?" It turns out it just the connection is just Fizzle Rocks. Yeah, it's Fizzle Rocks, dude. It's hey, always Fizzle Rocks. It's all coming back to Fizzle Rocks. So uh, they're trying to force feed Betty Fizzle Rocks. And meanwhile, you know, Betty's now roommates with Ethel. Ethel, man, what is. You know what? Ethel finally stepping up because she's been really pissing me off this season. Me too. Yeah. I I did finally this last episode. I started to feel okay again about Ethel because I was starting to get really pissed off in this episode two ones ago where I was like, they need to stop making Ethel so fucking pathetic. Yeah. I really liked how when they introduced her in the first season, she was just like one of the girls. Like she was like, yeah, these guys were like mean to me and everybody like stood with her and there was like solidarity and like Ethel wasn't like a sad, pathetic like loser and they've gradually turned her into a sad pathetic loser and that was like in the Betty section of of two episodes ago she was like Jughead likes me I'm with the with the the king the king is mine and she's like yeah dude it's like really creepy and bad but then finally in the most recent episode Betty like gets to her and she unlocks her mind. She frees her from the hypnosis she frees that her the mind, nuns dude. are doing. And that's the thing about Betty is that I think Betty always works better when Betty's got a buddy. Yeah. Yes. And when Betty's got a buddy, that's when she's at her best because she needs someone to kind of balance her out. And she's got a buddy now in Ethel because she made sure that Ethel got off of the fizzle rocks. I will say that was a badass move to lock her in with the Gargoyle King until (laughs) she came off of the fizzle rocks for her to stop her hallucinations. That That was was a badass badass move. move. And it was great because then Ethel became a real character again. Mm -hmm. Like Ethel had become a total one-dimensional caricature. (laughs) And then finally she was like, oh my God, I've been high. I thought that this was real. And And then Betty responds with the line, we all did because we were high (laughs) on fizzle rocks. Thank you. Really like spelling it out. Thank you you to make sure all the slower members of the audience are all caught up. We're all fine. I like it when they spell things out. You know, Jackie and I have been watching Pretty Little Liars and we need them to spell it out for us. We're like, what the fuck is happening in this show? So I really like it when Riverdale is like, the connection between Hiram Lodge <laughs> and Claudius Blossom is that they were using the truck to sell the drugs. Ah, like, I like ah, it when they do that. <laughs> Aha! Gotcha, gotcha. Very good, very so good. So this is all going on alongside the fact that, like, almost all of the vixens, except for Cheryl, are succumbing to the seizures that is obviously having something to do with Edgar Evernever inside of the school. The afflicted... That's how it starts off. And at first I thought that it was a fake, I thought it was a fake out, because like, oh, it's just a, a plot inside of Griffins and Gargoyles, but then it's not. But then why do all of the vixens get seizures except for Cheryl? Mm. I think because though that way we just have to, we can have Cheryl saying her lines like, 
I speak for the fallen. What <laughs> <laughs> of them? That was my favorite line. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have her back in like full on Charles mode. You I know? love oh, Cheryl yeah. Blossom. Yeah, and man. then you get and then you get a nice scene of her. Ooh. Her and TT in, in the bed, in, in that like rose bed. Yeah, and TT like in full makeup in bed, on bed rest. And she's going to move into her bed? <laughs> Is what it's happening? Was she living in the front yard until now? I guess. Because I know, because like. They were fucking in those tents out at the, uh, yeah. like the, 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 the snakes. Oh my God. Serpents. Not yeah. Snakes. I think she lives in the tent city over there. Mm-hmm. I thought Marcus, you were going to say we get that nice scene of, uh, Cheryl Blossom and uh, Veronica waterboarding Penelope Blossom with syrup. I was waiting on that one. <laughs> oh my God. I was going to wait scene. on Penelope Blossom covered in syrup. Licking it off her lips seductively as she stares at her daughter. <laughs> I love, I loved Penelope. I loved Cheryl Blossom versus Penelope Blossom in this episode. Yeah. It was two a two. Every time she kept calling, she's like, "Hello, mother, you viper woman." Like whatever <laughs> she was saying. Like every time, just always with these snide comments. But also, like, good for you, girl. Yeah, waterboard your mother with maple syrup. But she wasn't even waterboarding her. She was just pouring it over pouring her head, which her I would head. imagine just feels weird. Yeah, just right. Like, it's not ugh. like you're drowning. Like in you're it. not. No, you're not drowning at all. It's just like. I feel really uncomfortable right now. Okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> Don't cover and once you're covered in maple syrup, it doesn't really matter if you're covered in more maple syrup. Yeah, it's not really going to do much cuz it's bu- all over your head, you Yeah, know? the bucket's going to run. Out. They're going to have to just go get more. It's not like there's going to be an infinite rain of maple syrup upon your head it's I eventually going to drown you. I don't know. When it comes to on the blossom territory, I feel like they have endless amounts of maple syrup. But still, it's only going to come a bucket at a time. That is true. That is very true. She is a viper woman. I don't want to have maple syrup poured on my head, though, regardless. I don't necessarily want it, but I don't think it would be enough to make me uh, confess to all of my nefarious deeds that I've been spending years uh, preparing for. Like, I don't think it's torture. No. I don't even know. Like, So what did they end up getting from her? They got from her... That she's been helping Hiram. Right. And I think they got the uh, quarantine plan out of her. That's because right. Because the whole thing ends because it turns out that the end game. And by the way, did they uh, completely abandon the prison plot line in one sentence? Yeah, they were like, you mean the Southside High prison? Yeah, where it's just, just like Southside High. It's like, you don't even have a prison. Southside High is just a drug factor. And he's like, yeah, you got me. So <laughs> He they definitely, just... yeah, copped up to way too much in that room, right? Yeah, quite a bit. And now uh, Riverdale is quarantined. Uh, because he was like, I want to be the king. Yeah. And so I guess it's basically what has happened is there's been... It's not even really a coup because the mayor is in on it, but there's been like a hostile takeover of a town. Uh-huh. It sounds like we might be headed for a civil war. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I will like, say that this might be an episode that confused me the most of any of the episodes, and yet I loved it, and I am very intrigued. But what? Is happening. So, okay, so let's just like, let's do it here. Let's, let's think about this. We got Fizzle Rocks. Yeah. It's making everybody hallucinate. Mm-hmm. Everybody's playing 
uh, griffins and gargoyles. Which we learned in this episode is a tool that the nuns invented to terrorize children who misbehave. It was, in their words, a game born of madness. <laughs> game born of madness. So they're using the game to keep the teens of Riverdale in line. It got out. Everyone's doing it now. But now they're having seizures. And so they're being... So the town itself is being quarantined. Whole town. Whole by town. people in hazmat suits, which Hiram Lodge openly admitted have nothing to do with the... What is it? The CDC? The CDC. No, yeah. it's a private... He's got like the Blackwater of CDC <laughs> like health officials. He's got a private hazmat team yeah. that came in and started just harassing children. Just taking yeah. kids sick. away. Yeah, yeah, who had because they had seizures. Yeah, and and that is at the uh, and that's at the direction of Waldo. Uh, what's his name? Weatherbottom, not Weatherbottom. Weatherby. Weatherby, Weatherby but also <laughs> the fact that his first name is Waldo no. is great. Waldo Weatherby is pretty great. Yeah, yeah that principal is not advocating for his kids. No, he's like, yes, bring <laughs> no. in the Blackwater of CDC, and right. So then now there's people literally like armed. It got like Handmaid's Tale at the end. There's yeah. like armed guards at the border of the town. Yeah, sheriff's deputies. FP and Jughead come back and they're like, let us in. And they're like, no, nobody's coming in. And then no they one's get allowed to come a bunch in. of guns at them. But there's no sheriff, right? There's so, so so who is directing the town? Who is directing Hiram. all this? If this is a private organization, I guess it's just under the order of Hiram Lodge. But even though Hermione Lodge is the mayor of Riverdale, I'm pretty sure you can't just shut down a town through a private business just because you slap a bunch of dudes in hazmat suits with guns. It was not them that shut it down. Remember the, the phone governor. call with Governor Dooley. The governor. And Hiram the governor is, shut it down. Hiram is massaging all of the different alleys of power. He's got the governor on his side. He's obviously got the mayor on his side. Mm-hmm. He's got this private armed CDC <laughs> uh, team of hazmat men. And he is basically taken over the sheriff's department because there is no sheriff because he killed him and cut off his head and his hands. And yeah. so I think we're talking about a fascist. I think yeah, this episode think is so. about a rising yeah. yeah. I feel like this is like almost like a World War II type situation, which, I mean, I'm on board for any second. Like every second of it especially with the amount of times that there were interrogation scenes in this specific episode quite a few of them because then we also didn't even talk about the whole interrogation scene between Gladys Jones and Penny Slot Peabody which Penny Slot is a great nickname it's pretty good did she just kill her I sure looks did like she it. <laughs> did she or are they in cahoots Mm. Oh, they're not in, because she wouldn't cross her son. She was like, I'll mama bear on it. But at the same time, she did leave her son in Riverdale and told him that he wasn't allowed to come and find her. But didn't she have a reason for that? I don't think she did. Just She was just a bad mom? I think she might have just been a bad mom that drinks all the time and wants to run her weird, shady automobile business. Because she's like a den mother to all these like little... Rogue orphan yeah, auto mechanics. guys with names like tailpipe. Tailpipe. Tail, it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're all sitting around eating shitty little pigs. In like a little like Hooverville kind of. <laughs> it's pretty great that that's how she feeds them. Like they that they are all lost boys within this um yeah. this dump of sorts. Yes. And she feeds them suckling pigs, which I mean those are expensive. 
I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, just get some ground beef or something. Make a bunch of patties. But, you know, who am I? I ain't no Gladys Jones. I definitely wish I was Gladys Jones, but I am indeed not Gladys Jones. But I don't think that she killed Penny Peabody. I think that they would have showed something with the body. Something must have happened. But then what did she do? And where is Penny Peabody? Yeah, I think that we're being willfully misdirected by that image of her with all the blood on her hands. Mm-hmm. And she said she's not going to be bothering us anytime again mm-hmm. soon, which isn't necessarily saying. And all that is that that gives the writers an out where they can forget about her completely or True. they can bring her back. Or they can bring reason. her back in. But I, so guys, go with me on this one. What if, so I'm trying to broaden my horizons of where this show could possibly be going, Right. What if there are two Hiram Lodges? What if it's like almost like a Claudius Clifford situation? Uh-huh. Because like you talk, like there's the man in the black suit that is taking over all of the Fizzle Rocks, the one that's doing all the things on the field. But then there's also Hiram Lodge Daddy who loves his Ronnie, who's working on the prison. And because like if you think about it, it's a lot to handle for one mobster. I don't know if the logistics would stop the Riverdale writers. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're right. But also, neither would a twin scheme. I mean, we've definitely, as you point out, we've had a twin scheme before. We could have it again. This is my brother, Horem. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, I I don't know what they're going to do. I'm trying to really think. I was like, how ridiculous? Because obviously it's going to keep getting more and more ridiculous. But in what way? Yeah. Well, think about it this way. This is where we're at right now. Here's where the episode ends with all the characters. It ends with, uh, what is it, Ethel and Betty Dude. convincing all of the girls that were in the uh, Sisters of Quiet Mercy, convincing them that the Gargoyle Queen, or the Griffin Queen, has arrived and is leading them out of the Gargoyle. She's the opposite of fear. She yeah. is the bringer of hope. And let's give a shout out for the throwaway line of, and also that gay conversion wing that <laughs> Cheryl that was in. Yeah, it was also, it's like, yeah, we got to get him out of here. Gay conversion kids too. I was thinking, like, I don't think you need to convince the gay conversion kids to leave. I don't yeah, think no. they're in on the whole gargoyle thing. They, they want to go. I rem- if I remember correctly, they were just sitting around like watching uh, movies that were making them feel real bad about themselves. So, yeah, they just go. They yeah. probably just yeah. get out of there. Yeah. And so they all leave, and then Alice comes up, and Betty's pretty casually like, "Hey, we got to take these like forty or so kids." Out into our house. I think now. they're going to the, the Cooper house. I think they're going to the Cooper house. Hell yeah, gonna yeah. Be it's gonna be like a, like an and- Archie Andrews situation when they just like took in all the serpents. Mm-hmm. But how are they gonna get in town when the whole town's quarantined? So you Ooh. got every ma- most major characters outside of town right now because you got Fred and Archie. They're outside of town because apparently now we're gonna have to deal with a Canadian Archie storyline. <laughs> oh God, I I don't know. Uh, Archie really. Is losing me. He's Archie really can losing. Go to I'm like, go to so Fred gave him the dog. He oh, yeah. take care of a dog. Can we talk for a second about the fucking dialogue where Fred's like, "I could come with you, right?" And Archie's like, "You know that can't happen." And Fred's like, "Yeah, you're right. What? Why? He's your minor <laughs> son. You are obligated to go with him. I'm pretty sure. I'm go pretty with sure him. That you can't just be like, "Yeah, you're my child who is still a minor who I'm still legally responsible. Just go. Just go. Why would I go with you? I'm only your parent. Just <laughs> He's go. He's got a construction business." 
He's got a plot hole to fill back in Riverdale. Oh my yeah. god. Go with your child. Nah, 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 nah. He's gonna be fine. He dyed his hair. But aren't the sisters of Quiet Mercy inside the the, the town of Riverdale? Right? <sighs> aren't they up on a hill? I think I know what's gonna happen. What? Okay, so Archie goes up to Canada. Who should he run into up there but the son of Papa, Papa Poutine? Poutine. And so Archie teams with the son of Papa Poutine. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, please call him Small Fry, his real Small name. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Excuse me, I forgot his name was officially Small Fry. He meets Small Fry and together they form a plan to go liberate Riverdale from Hiram Lodge. Small Fry acting because Hiram Lodge killed his father and Archie knows that Hiram Lodge killed Papa Poutine. So it's going to be Small Fry and Archie coming back to save everyone in Riverdale. Mark my fucking words. Marcus Marcus. Parks, you are a genius. You are a genius. I am with you 100,000%. That is definitely what's going to happen. I am rooting for this storyline because you know what? That's actually a really great storyline. That's a pretty yeah, good storyline, right? Good. If that's they don't bad. do that, now I'm going to be mad. <laughs> Dude, Big missed opportunity. Because if, yeah, if they don't, I feel like I got to write a letter and be like, "You really should just do this. Just like do it again. Just I'm sure you could do like a rewind, get like yeah. a ta- like a time turner like they have in Harry Potter, and be like, "Uh oh, we're back to we're back to the middle of last season." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also, uh, you know, of course, uh, FP and Jughead are stuck on the outside of town as well. So you've got. Most of the main major characters outside of town, who's in town? Yeah, uh, what Veronica, Veronica, Kevin, uh, Reggie, Reggie, the Lodges. You know they're they're in town, uh, but most of the uh, the big hitters are on the outskirts. And if they're in town, where are they? They're at Pops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they get, throw a milkshake in there. It's great, dude. Oh, what man. is going? It was a it was a really good mid season finale, though. It was. I will pretty say good, that pretty good mid season. Can't wait to hear what the sus is on all this next season. The sus. We gotta get the the. Oh God, <laughs> that Reggie's was Ronnie's sus. line, right? Okay. Hey, yeah. No, that was Reggie's line. Yeah. Oh hey, yeah. Veronica, I got some sus for you. I got some sus. Reggie is. I mean, he's definitely up there with how stupid. Archie is, but like he's she's grown really, on me. I mean, he looks really good. I think it was the season, the episode before when he was wearing those plaid pants. He was looking real good, but I think that um, yeah, I I think that they're gonna make his character bigger, and I, and I'm along for the ride. They're gonna start banging soon, though. Yeah, right around the time that Archie shows up with Small Fry. Oh my god, and it's gonna be so uncomfortable <laughs> while the entire town is under quarantine because of seizures induced by fizzle rocks and um also um but that's the thing though, is what irks my ointment is that Ethel did see the gargoyle king before she was taking the fizzle rocks at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. And, yes, and, and she said that. Yeah, and Betty yeah. saw the Gargoyle King uh, and Hiram, of course, at the end of the episode, the whole thing ends with Hiram toasting the uh, Gargoyle the King. The Gargoyle or, King, which also, you know, that was badass. So, th- so it is real. It's like, real. She, there, there's it, a dude dressing up like that. Yeah. Or lady. Or a lady. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But, but You're welcome, queen. Who is it? That's the real question. Uh, Hal 
fucking Cooper. Huh? You think he got out of the glass box? Did he get out of the glass silence of the lamb's box? Oh man, I I'm I can't wait. He's going to break out at some point. Yeah. I yeah, feel yeah. like I gotta rewatch season two, honestly. When I think about Hal Cooper, I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I recently go rewatched it. It's highly recommended. It really puts I I mean it puts everything and it puts absolutely nothing back into its place. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think I think I gotta do it. I think you should too. All right, so we'll be back. Uh, when when does the season come back? When do we return? Oh, I God, don't I hope know. We're not on pause. Uh, actually, we're on pause until January sixteenth. Not so, so bad. Not so bad. Not so bad. I thought it was going to be right. some March or some shit. Yeah, so it's oh, about okay, a month. That's not It'll be here bad. before we know it. Okay. All right, it will be here before we know it. All right, thank you guys so much for joining us on Riverdale Roundup. Uh, I hope you are just as confused as, as we are. And if you have any fan theories of what you think is going to happen or how right I really, truly hope Marcus is, hit <laughs> us up because I'd love to hear what you think because I think it's kind of fun. I think part of my favorite part of this show is that um, is trying to pontificate what the fuck is about to happen? Definitely. Hmm. There might be a problem because Archie's going to have to travel because he's going just north of Toledo, right? That's what they said. They're in Toledo. Yeah. yeah. So is he just going right north of Toledo? Because hmm. Uh, what do you man, think? He's gonna he's gonna find some way to make it over to Quebec. Geography isn't gonna stop. Riverdale. No. Riverdale. No. no, 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 because apparently uh, Jughead and FP had gone from Toledo to Riverdale in about 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but you know, when you're on your bikes and you're feeling the wind in your hair, what is time? <laughs> Love you guys. We'll talk to you. Oh, we'll talk to you in January. Bye. 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 Bye.